It's the DMV Dine-In Podcast, where we highlight the best restaurants, featuring the most talented chefs and bartenders, top restaurant owners, and the savviest local foodies in the DMV. I'm your host, Elena Spinola. Come dine with us, DMV style. Hey, DMV diners. Thanks for joining us for another great episode of the DMV Dine-In Podcast. We are thrilled to bring our love of the DMV food scene to you. This episode of the DMV Dine-In is especially exciting for me because we are in the heart of Adams Morgan. This is my old neighborhood. In fact, I just drove by my old apartment on my way here. We are at Tiki on 18th, and that serves amazing Filipino food and incredible drinks. Today, we're sitting down with the owner, Jojo Valenzuela, to uh, share more about his passion for serving amazing Filipino cuisine in a beautiful tiki-inspired atmosphere. Thank you so much for having us, Jojo. Well, thank No, thank you for having us. This is <laughs> really... you thinking of us. Oh, so. my gosh. This is a huge honor for me. Okay. You know I'm Filipino, uh-huh. so I, this is like, this is exciting for me. We have not covered any other Filipino restaurant. Um, of course, I love everything Filipino, including our food and our culture, and I love of seeing it become more mainstream, like having this awesome restaurant here right in the heart of Adams Morgan. Um, but let's take it back to the Philippines for one second, because I know that's where you were born. Yeah, born and raised, yeah. Okay, so what part of the Philippines are you from? Uh, I was born and raised in Cainta-Rizal, mm-hmm. so about like half an hour away from Manila. Okay, all right. And um, tell me a little bit about your passion for cooking. Where did that come from? Um, well, I've been in the restaurant industry, hospitality industry, for closer to three decades now. Oh my God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I just all. realized that I did that did the math. Know, let's not do math. That's <laughs> always yeah. But um, yeah, so I've uh, I've been a bartender for for a long time, yeah. and of course, I've always been surrounded with food. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for the the really best, like best, uh, very best chefs in DC. Mm-hmm. You know, award winning chefs like you know Michelin now. Awesome. And um, and a lot of uh, James Beard awards, mm-hmm. but um, most of it, like most of the love for food, came uh, from my mom because mm-hmm. uh, she was, you know, like the the epitome of like the the term foodie mm-hmm. before foodie ever came about. Yeah, and um, yeah, she just loved loved exploring food, and then she always like you know tried to you know expose us to uh, to different cultures, and uh, that that's where it started. Okay, I would say. Would you say some of your your recipes are sort of inspired from recipes that your mom had made or you're learning through her? Um, majority of it is, I guess, like if, if we have to pinpoint a style or or, or, or how I uh, came up with those recipes is more so on uh, if I loved a particular dish, mm-hmm. I don't stop there. I would always try to uh, go out and different to uh, to different restaurants and try their their version because like mm-hmm. everybody makes like things differently. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own recipes, mm-hmm. and I try to build my own Frankenstein. Very cool. So I guess that's that. And uh, I don't really follow recipes. Mm-hmm. I create recipes for yes. the restaurant. You're a chef. So that's what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like every, like I don't open a book or a recipe book and then follow it down to the T because. Sure. I've always been taught that uh, recipes are guidelines. Hmm. You, you don't just like follow it like oh, a pinch of salt, really. Right. What if you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You always have to adjust. Yeah, yeah. got it. Great, cool. Thanks for sharing that. Um, and uh, you know, for anyone who has never had Filipino food, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you have a lot of Filipinos flocking here to come here for your great food. But if someone hasn't, how would you describe it? Uh, it's highly influenced by Spanish and Chinese food. 
How about that? And then uh, Malaysian and Indonesian food definitely plays a big role, but like not a lot of people are exposed to that either. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could tell you growing up, people would ask me, they're like, is it like Chinese food? And I'd be like, not really. Mm, <laughs> is yeah. it like Thai food? Like, no, it's not, not so spicy, you know? And so, correct, correct. you know, I'm always looking for this great explanation of, of what is our cuisine and, uh, you know, hey, it's just delicious. That's, mm. <laughs> that's what I can come back to. Yeah, people always assume that it's going to be spicy. It's not. Right. However, when I do say spicy on the menu, expect it to be there. Ah, so, yeah. okay, cool. Um, all right, well, let's talk about that menu mm. uh, here at Tiki on 18th. Um, let's talk about your small plates first. I love that you have all these different variations of sisig. Tell us about that. Well, sisig, uh, I definitely grew up on that. Okay. Uh, so, like, when I was in high school, when, uh, you know, like, if my mom, like, you know, gives me a little bit of money and then I have a little bit of spending money to go out and eat, yeah, I would definitely order that at a fast food somewhere. Like, okay. You know, like, go to the mall. Because in the Philippines, you know, like, the the, the fast food has these kind of food, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I would always spend my money on those and... Uh, it's it's different. It's like you know, oh, yeah, but people would say like that's not the right seasoning. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I love it. You mm-hmm. know, there's no way to mess up seasoning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can you know you, you could nitpick, but you know, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and you know what? The other thing too is the Filipino food that I've had. Right? It's like I know what my family's flavor tastes like. Right. But you go to another family, it's a little different anyway. Right. You know, it's always just a little different depending on, you know, the family recipe and all that. And I just love that you have all these cool different variations. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, also, lumpia. Yeah. I think for people that don't know uh, too much about Filipino food, they'll say things like, oh, I had those egg rolls, right. you know. Um, so they might be familiar with that. And you have five different types here. That's super cool. Uh, it used to be more, really. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You narrowed it down? Uh, yeah, just recently. I mean, you know, because like, I always fool around with the menu. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so I guess the definition of lumpia is spring rolls, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether you're using egg egg rolls or like eggshells or uh, rice uh, shells. So it depends on what you're using. But, um, yeah, I definitely grew up on that too. Cause I mean, you know, like as, as a Filipino, you go out to parties. That's what you eat. That's what you eat. It's lumpia and then sweet spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> and then probably like pork barbecue. That's right. Um, so it's not like an everyday thing that you cook at home, but you know, everybody else like serves it at parties. Yeah, and it's time uh, consuming. Correct. Yeah, and even here when. When somebody finds out, oh, you're Filipino? Yes, I am. Oh, my God, I've had lumpia before. I'm like, how many times do you hear that? Right, 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 right. (laughs) It's like, oh, I've had lumpia and I have had adobo and and pancit. It's all common. Right. Um, So that being said, uh, here we started out with the pork and mushroom lumpia, like the lumpia in Shanghai Mm -hmm. was what's common. Mm -hmm. And then I followed that with with the lumpia gulai, which is vegetables. Okay. And then next thing you know, like my partner told me, hey, why don't you create some uh, lumpia? Well, actually, there's a handful more more than a handful i can come up with a whole lot you yeah because like anything you could put, put in there and fry it correct right and uh That's so fun. yeah so like one of the popular ones before i left the philippines was the the cheese lumpia or cheese sticks mm-hmm. so i did that and then now it's like flying like hotcakes and um i created a buffalo uh, wing version. I of saw a, that on. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's called Buff Chicks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like all the flavors of buffalo wings, like celery, carrots, like you know, dip it in blue cheese. I bet they're popular. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very popular. Yeah, extremely popular. That's yeah. awesome. Um, your big plates look really awesome too. Um, what would you say differentiates? I think we talked about this a little bit, but your dishes from like other Filipino restaurants. Well, uh, yeah. Again, I, I do not follow recipes, but I follow my memories. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, oh my god, I really love this salmon dish before. Mm. I want to put my own spin without, I guess, without staying away from the original recipe. Um, so things like that, um, like now, like the, the the current one has like the chicken tenola, pork menudo, bistec tagalog, like the mm-hmm. salmon. So those are like homey food, mm-hmm. you know. Like uh, before, I didn't really want to cook those food. Mm-hmm. Because like I want people to have like this experience. Yet, but what changed my mind was recently. Like I thought about like you know like the people who come here are the people who do not really cook mm. or miss their families cooking. Yeah, and they cannot do that for themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh well, you know what? Yeah, let let me do that, and it, it's been very successful. Yeah, that's insightful. I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that how it turned out. That's awesome. Yeah. I noticed. So. Do you change your often your your menu every now and then? Yeah. Because I was gonna like, say I noticed there's no adobo on it right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I was looking. Yeah. Where's the adobo? Yeah. I didn't it see was it. there like the previously. So I, I change it about uh, three to four times a year. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. And there there's times that you know what? Hey, I I I'm feeling this right now. Let me change a couple more things. So yeah. Yeah. And if you need to adobo, hey, make it at home. It's quick and easy. Yeah. That's what um, I have for breakfast today. That's, me too. <laughs> <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> right. Yeah, because like the leftover adobo is the best. Yeah, it is, yeah it it's better. been marinating. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, all right, let's talk about desserts. Yeah. Your dessert menu is awesome. You had sev- definitely have everything on there that a Filipino person would want to order right. and everything, I think, a non-Filipino person needs to order. Right. Um, let's talk about your menu a little bit. I see some ube. What did I see? Ube cheesecake yeah, on there. Hollow hollow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that time consuming to make the hollow hollow? Uh, it does. So you just have to prep it ahead of time. Oh, you know, you, you, have, the- you have to have the cup ready with all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And then you just like add the ice and a scoop of ice cream and then, then topping it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess real quick for anyone who doesn't know what that is. How do you describe that? Hollow hollow. If you have to, uh, have to translate it means mix mix because hollow oh. is mix okay and it's just a mixture of a, a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. right and uh it's weird for a lot of people i think so if yeah because like they're just not expecting that like that something savory is sweet mm-hmm. and then presented that way but hey that's what i grew up on yeah you know, so yeah yeah every filipino it's like their their comfort food but yeah non-filipino people are like i'm not so sure about that right 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 but they should give it a try yeah but like we have the ube cheesecake which is uh my my lovely wife uh, mm. actually makes it for us mm-hmm. um so she has a side business called figgy pops where she started a, a you know like more than a decade ago i guess and uh and then she fooled around with the, the ube cheesecake mm-hmm. during covid the height of covid mm-hmm. and I, we 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 basically like you know we we were honest with each other i'm like that's good but it can do better mm-hmm. until like she hit the sweet spot and i'm like no that's, that's the best cheesecake I've ever out. had. Right. <laughs> the best ube cheesecake I've ever had. And then oh. next thing you know, like, let's do that. So right. as soon as, like, you know, we were ready to, uh, to do it here, she, boom. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, we're cook- we're killing it with that. That's awesome. It's, it, it's yeah. That's I'm a awesome. big cheesecake fan. Yeah. And then ube cheesecake rocks my world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to yeah. try that sometime. You should. Um, yeah. And <laughs> you know what? I feel like as I've been talking to different people, COVID has brought out the creativity in people. Because you kind of yeah. had to. You had this time on your hands and, you know trying a new thing so yeah. that's that's great mm-hmm. um i have a funny story for you you may or may not remember this because i know you see a lot of people in and out of these doors but i came here mm-hmm. with my kids your a couple kids, years yeah. ago yeah you were uh, so cool you were talking kid, to my your son kid's birthday right yeah oh my gosh okay you do have a good memory all, all right. right so so we ordered food it was delicious and then you came out maybe because it was his birthday you gave us a free dessert mm-hmm. of course kids love that they got all excited they started digging in and it was the um am i saying it right turon turon yeah. yeah so it's uh 
it's the banana, fried banana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sweet and delicious. And my kids are just digging in, just loving it. It was so great. And I was kind of over here laughing because my son hates bananas. Oh, does he like, really? And he, but he was eating it. Like, <laughs> this is so good. What is this? And I knew what it was. Right. So I was like laughing over here because like, he's the kind of kid, if he sees someone down the street eating a banana, he will gag. He hates that. Wow. He hates bananas. So that's like a hilarious story for me. And afterwards I told him, and he was kind of mad at me, like, why'd you let me eat that? I'm like, but you liked it. Right. But you as liked it. As long as he's not allergic. <laughs> not allergic. He just, something about mushy bananas. Right, because one of my kids is actually allergic oh, to bananas, really? so he's never going to touch that. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. No, not allergic. Just yeah. just didn't love bananas. Right. And and I think I think he'll probably never do it again if he, know, no, he, now he knows. Now he knows. Now yeah. he knows what he said, but he loved it, Good. is my point. <laughs> and that's a funny story. Um, yeah, so thank you for that. That Sweet. was awesome. Um, all right. Let's talk about your drink list. Yeah. It is insane. I know you do have a back background in yeah. bartending and sommelier. Is yeah. that right? Um, tell me about your drink list because it's pretty awesome. So, uh, so we're a tiki bar, right? Um, and tiki is anything like you know, uh, tropical fruit and, and stuff like that. You know, like poured in like fancy glassware. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm not gonna take credit for for these drinks. This is actually uh, a, the creation of uh, my uh, my my good buddy who uh, Rico Wisner who uh, is one of the uh, most talented bartenders in DC. And he has this passion about tiki drinks. That's why when he took over, he just like brought, took it to another level. Mm-hmm. So like, all the all, all the credit goes to him. I, 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 he's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I have sat outside on your patio and <laughs> it is packed and everybody has a cool tiki glass and cool things coming out of it and umbrellas and awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, they just, they're like a work of art, very creative. Very amazing. Um, have you guys gotten awards for this? You should, if you haven't. I mean, you know, we, we get mentions here and there. Yeah. Well, accolades are just accolades. That's I true, mean, that's true. Well, they did, It's they still are about deserving. your experience when you're here, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I can attest, having been here plenty, the experience is amazing. Thank you. Um, tell us about your happy hour. Happy hour is nuts. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, beforehand, or there's no history of happy hour in Adams Morgan. It, it just doesn't exist. Mm. And um, during COVID, we were still like, you know, trying to, again, when, when the term pivoting, you yeah. know, was, was legit, uh, we, we really tried our best. And uh, recently, maybe like a, a year ago, that's when we, I kind of created like this happy hour menu where, where I featured these things, but just like serve them in, in smaller plates, like in, in, in so not even like starter portion, mm. like even like smaller. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's like crazy. So oh, we, we killed, we get killed yeah. uh, during like a happy hour. Good for so you. That's I, I'm, a great I'm very thing. happy yeah, with that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about your outside seating. So that all happened as well through COVID Correct. when you were allowed to put the seating outside. Yours is gorgeous. Thank you, you see it for like if you're coming up 18th or down 18th, you right. can see your guys' situation outside. Um, that gets pretty packed. Is that open every day? I mean, maybe uh, not in the winter, but. Yeah, we, we out of consistency purposes, mm-hmm. we, we open every day. Got it. Uh, like, you know, as soon as like the doors open inside, it's it's open out there. Got it. Um, and I think that's the best decision we've ever made because like we just kept it consistent. Yeah. Even though it's like, well, it's not really beautiful out, but hey, some people are still practicing. Like you know, yeah. they cannot be indoors. Sure. And you you would have like 10, 12, 15 people out there, and it's still fine. That's awesome. Um, but that definitely saved our business because um, like COVID, like uh, like we we started with a sports bar uh, mm-hmm. downstairs, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we turned four uh, a couple of days ago and um congrats thank you and then we turned upstairs into tiki 
and then like COVID happened, we thought we were gonna falter because um, I was like, oh my god, like there's no more business. And then luckily, like the government gave us like the the opportunity to open outside because mm-hmm. beforehand the the biggest challenge was we did not get any foot traffic mm-hmm. we we get a lot of like chefs and bartenders who like dine here like every night mm-hmm. oh, okay. we, yeah like so that that's what kept us going because like mm-hmm. oh my god like i see these people like you know and they talk about us and they, they they send people over and then of course those outsiders like people from like new york pennsylvania like that come you know like that has heard the news mm-hmm. they visit but that's it like mm-hmm. you really like you're walking out there you barely notice it because right. either you go downstairs or come upstairs right there's no foot traffic and then the government told us like yeah you can have the street tables and then well, all right well now we have like visibility outside mm-hmm. we took advantage of that and when they gave us the, the little bit of help like hey here's some money winterize mm-hmm. your patio mm-hmm. every single penny of it went out there got it and not everybody took uh, in the neighborhood took advantage of that because mm-hmm. like you know everybody was struggling mm-hmm. but us it was like this is our chance mm-hmm. so for a whole year we were like the the one by out outside and uh we stood out yeah and suddenly now now it's a, an even playing field yeah so we're, we're yeah right we're, right we're in good shape yeah you know? good for you Smart it's, it's still a struggle though so but you know, i've watched yeah. it grow Thank from you. from the very beginning when COVID happened and the the, the outdoor space was smaller right. and you know yeah. and that now it's gorgeous I I personally hope that the outdoor seating kind of stays forever for yeah. all these restaurants I mean some people just enjoy being outside Correct. COVID yeah. or not COVID it's just right. kind of nice think about European countries they're outside when it's freezing drinking right. their coffee you know we can too yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay lastly for anyone who hasn't been here how would you describe the vibe up here the uh, atmosphere. Uh, there's definitely like energy up here because like that's what we did that uh, that stayed away from what is expected of tiki. Um, so we are, I guess, what you would call a modern tiki bar. Because like if you ask us like, well, what's tiki? We could geek out with you. We could geek out with nice. the best because like we really know like all the history and all this stuff. But we want to be different without being disrespectful. Mm. To it, so uh, I guess like, yeah. So we we have a little bit of uh, louder music, but but it's a fun vibe. It's uh, carefully chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going to be on the playlist? Mm-hmm. Uh, like all three different floors have different music, which is like you know kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you see again, you know, it's not a it's not a big spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we can only fit up like probably up to like forty people up here. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy's great. You know, loud enough that people can still talk and enjoy. Um, but yeah, but like, where where can you go for Filipino food and have like actually delicious cocktails? Yeah, it, it's it's never been done before. Right, so. congratulations! Thank I'm so you. happy for you. I love it here. <laughs> I think the food is great. Everything you've done, the design, it's just it's modern. It's fun. It's great. It's perfect. Thank it's you. really really great. Um, all right, Jojo, we are getting ready for uh, what we call the lightning round. <laughs> So thank you for that great interview. Thank you for sharing. Cheers. Now we just want to hear about like Jojo. What are his favorite things? Okay. You ready? All right. So what is your favorite dish on the menu? Like your sort of go-to? Sisig. Got it. Which one? Spicy sisig. Like the pork sisig. Uh, yeah, yeah, my favorite dish. Your favorite. Yeah, okay. Absolutely, yeah. You've got five lumpias on the menu right now. I know you change it up, but uh, which is your favorite? Lumpia Shanghai. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean Traditional. That's what started it all. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I didn't have a good lumpia Shanghai, we're not going to take off. There you go. <laughs> I saw somewhere in your menu a sauce called like sexy sauce or like... Sexy thing sauce. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, is, yeah. what is that? I just had to come with something silly. Yeah. And then I, it, it, it was, it was kind of 
cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Your whole out. menu is really cool. Lots of fun <laughs> stuff on there, like the wording and stuff. Um, all right. Uh, your go-to... Oh, I already know this. Dessert item. Yeah, Ubi cheesecake. Got it. Um, do you have a favorite drink on the drink menu? Uh, one of the classic tiki drinks, Saturn, uh, is my personal favorite. It's gin-based. It has orgeat. It's it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Saturn. Yeah. Even when I go out to other tiki bars, that, that's what I tend to, to order. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, best seat in the house here. Best seat in the house is always at the bar. Uh. Yeah, but uh, rarely do people come by themselves, right? Because like it's it's a it's a it's a gathering place. So uh, I guess anything close to the the window up here would be you know what's best for people. Cool. Um, do you have a, a night like one of the most memorable nights in this restaurant up here? Two. Oh. Two. When um, when the Caps uh, won the championship in 2018 at downstairs. That, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, I lied. Oh. <laughs> we weren't open. No, oh, no. you know what? You said that. And I, I was like, five minutes ago, you and I talked that you opened in 2019. But like, okay. No, but I was downstairs. So like I spoke about like the, the, the previous bar. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like uh, that was cool. Uh, but when the Nats actually won, that, that, was, uh, that, that was something crazy. Um, cause we like, and then I played, uh, we, we are the champions and everybody was just like, like singing and crying. Oh yeah. That's ridiculous. That's fun. Um, and then a couple of days ago when we turned four, that was a special night. Yeah. Uh, like my, my wife invited all of her friends and, um, everybody showed up nice. like downstairs was full like outside was full and then i thought it was doing in lounge and then next thing you know like the filipino chefs in the area like all showed up oh that's great yeah that that, that was great that's uh, awesome i don't think i'm ever gonna forget that moment oh that was great that's wonderful congratulations yeah. and it's great to hear Thank that the you. filipino community and the different restaurants are also supportive of one another right that's fantastic yeah very cool um Let's see. Uh, okay, last question. Of course, you eat here a lot, mm-hmm, yeah. but if you're not here, where are we going to find Jojo and his family? Where do you like to eat too outside of here? Oh, we love Chinese food. Hmm. So I go to uh, Hong Kong Pearl a lot. Okay. Uh, in Seven Corners, even though we're very far now, we still make our way there. Mm-hmm. Um, we go for burgers. I like Lucky Buns. Okay. Lucky Buns a lot. Cool. Uh, and I'm a sucker for fried chicken too, so mm. yeah, you, you would see me like you know venturing out with the kids, yeah, like, looking for the best fried chicken. Oh so. man, have you ever had Korean fried chicken? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's so good. Many, many times. Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, so. I love to ask restaurant owners and chefs because I feel like you know good food. So mm. wherever you guys are going, I'm trying to go there too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for this great interview. It's been so much fun, and I loved hearing all about your passion and about your menu. Thank you, Jojo. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's it for today. We want to thank you for listening, and thank. Thanks to Jojo Valenzuela, the owner of Tiki on 18th and the game sports pub right downstairs for hosting us today. Make sure you check out these restaurants soon. I promise you will not be disappointed. Follow them on social media at Tiki on 18th DC. And don't forget to follow us at DMV Dine In. And if you like this episode, hey, give us a like and give us a review too. Until next time, I'm Elena Spinola. Thanks for dining with us DMV style. Salamat po and cheers. Cheers.